Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. There it is. We're all about callbacks on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam show. In your ears, my name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. American Gladiator himself, Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. I have zero comment on whatever's going on. (laughs) I have nothing to say. Uh, I say will will set me up for failure immediately. You're uh, you're not cultured. That's the problem, is that you're not cultured. Culture, get the hell out of here. (laughs) You know who you're talking to? Yeah, an, an uncultured swine that never watched American Gladiators. How dare you, sir? You want to talk about uncultured? Oh, all day. Talk, sure. talk to me. Talk to me when you can name three Juanes songs. Okay. How about Gloria Estefan? How about that one? You, you want me to name a Gloria Estefan song? Sure, go. Uh, uh, get on your feet. Okay. All right. Cool. Juanes. No. No. <laughs> okay. What about Carlos Vives? <laughs> no. All right. No. So let's not I'm talk sorry. about uncultured. This is right, this, this is the definition and standard of cultured, really. I'm lit- I literally just threw out three different names from a different country and a different culture entirely. So yes, that would be the definition of uncultured. All right. I'm glad we've set the bar and, and the standard here. Um, Name five Shakira songs right now. Uh, Hips don't lie. La 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 I'll give you that one. That's all I got. Okay. Oh, um, it's one from uh, the World Cup. Hips don't lie. La tortura. Waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah, waka waka. Um, waka waka. Whenever, wherever. Mm-hmm. This is. I love that we're we're going on. And there's as far as the definition of culture. There's a song she has with Beyonce that I'm not too sure exactly what the name is. Um, about. Uh, this is cheating. Obje- this she- is how about, cheating. How about she wolf? How about this is uh, cheating? How about this uh, is cheating? Underneath your clothes. How Fake about uh, try everything? That's it. From uh, Fake News. That's a Disney movie. There's a try song everything. she has with uh, with Beyonce <laughs> that's really slipping my mind. Then it's gonna piss me this, off. This is cheating. Beautiful, Beautiful liar. liar. God damn, that's a good song. Oh man, this brings me back. God, I love it. So sexy. So sassy. All right, that's enough. So sassy. Shakira, Shakira. Wait. Do you have the right to play? Joe is trying to dance sensually. <laughs> this is what happens when you we have two weeks in a row of in studio nonsense. I guess just watch Joe. I could finally be sing. Seductive I don't have dancing. a fucking uh, seven second delay on my <laughs> on the feed. Shout out Zoom. Shout out to Zoom. Um, what's going on with you? I want to. I want find out what's going on with you before we get started here. 
Not much. I went, to Bo- I went to Boston last week, and uh, I had Did you know? incredible lobster rolls and the best New England clam chowder I've ever had in my life. Any reason why you were in Boston? I just went, me and my bu- my buddy head off. It was a, it was a Wednesday, and okay. we just decided to go. Good. Made a couple pit stops on the way. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but, uh... Okay. Other than that, it all sounds like it's it's legal on the up and up. Good for you. It is. Nice. It is very nice. Shout out the deals. Green. Four dollars and twenty cents. It's amazing. Uh, onto, yeah, onto that was fun. Greener and better pastures for you. Huh? Yeah, much greener. Much greener. Good for you. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> very subtle. Let's talk uh, wrestling, shall we? Um, I mean, this. That's this why we're is, here. This is a wrestling show. It is a wrestling show, and all things Shakira. Uh Monday Night Raw, I always like to talk about viewership because I'm just, for some reason, a TV nerd like that. Uh, it has plummeted. Guys, currently. Chris has a Nielsen box. I don't know if we're supposed to say that out loud, but... Uh, you weren't supposed to. Now they're going to come and take it away. Um, that This past Monday's episode, yesterday's episode, drew an average of uh, 1.6 uh, viewers, 1.6 oh, yeah. million viewers. And it was down. <clears throat> uh, down, well, it was also basketball the entire time. So basically... It was a two hundred thousand viewer drop. Uh, so it went from one point eight million to one point six million from, uh, from last week. Well, there you go. Uh, watching the Brooklyn Nets being take out and taken out in four. Good job, guys. Way to be. Shout out to the hype train that was uh, New York sports media who said that as soon as the Nets acquired acquired Ben Simmons that they were going to win the title unstoppable and then shout out me for listening to that and putting $50 on the Nets to win the title <laughs> he didn't play and let me see how many uh, games let me count the games that he played. was he played there was uh, the one there, there was so the one there two, that's times, zero. times pi yep zero is it times pi that's great I gotta get that one. I gotta I gotta start incorporating that in mine <laughs> I always do zero point zero I will quote Animal House um yeah no games for Ben Simmons sorry no um, no games for Zion either. No games for Zion either. People forget about Zion. I really hope Zion doesn't go the Greg Oden route. That would suck. He'd just be hurt in his entire career. His entire career and then just not pan out. I mean, yo, we were watching Zion dunk on the NBA basketball hoops when he was 14. Mm. I want the, I want that Zion. Thing. I know. Nope. Duke Zion. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Um and for any Brooklyn Net fans that are listening, uh, come to find out that they look—it looks like they're sticking with pretty much everyone they have. If they sign Kyrie, it should obviously just be for a year, year to year basis because that man doesn't want to play for nothing. Um, and it looks like Steve Nash is going to stick around. So that's fine. Kudos to you guys for that's fine. Listen, it was not changing a damn it, thing. It, listen, I, I hate to use something that's already part of a, a different team, but listen, you got to trust the process sometimes. <laughs> How did that process go for Philly? I mean, they're in the, they've been in the playoffs the past three years, haven't they? I would say that process is going pretty well. Well, the, the process before that was to tank all their games and then try to see if they could get a. But now they're in the fucking playoffs the past three years. That's pretty. That that's a step up. <laughs> that's a step up for a ten year process. Before Embiid, Philly was for a ten year process. Doubtful. <laughs> it's a, it's a, such a waste. Uh, yeah, viewership down Monday Night Raw, which is actually it's weird. It's kind of. It was more entertaining minus all the 24-7 shit. I could just blow up all that nonsense. The wedding was hilarious. Wedding was okay, but despite all that, um, I'm and here's a weird take. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, I'm actually finding Raw more entertaining than SmackDown. And I watch both of them kind of... I don't watch them Monday and Friday. I watch them when I can back-to-back uh, due to time restraints. 
And it seems like SmackDown for now is kind of just like, okay, it's like stagnant with the amount of people that Raw has. It's almost like watching an AEW show because you don't know how many people they have on that damn roster. And it just, you know, you, it's more vast now than it was during the COVID times since we saw, you know, same people over and over again. It just, it seems more entertaining to me. That's all I'm saying. I would say they both leveled out. I would say Raw got better. SmackDown got a little worse. SmackDown has stayed stagnant. Mm. I think is the best way to put it without completely demeaning SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I mean, other than you know having Reigns on and and that that being the draw, you know, as far as viewership goes, uh, it just it just it's kind of blah now. And not, now knowing that, we'll get into it also in SmackDown. Now knowing that he's not going to fight at the next pay per view, probably most due to his injury from WrestleMania. I heard he's going to be a um, part of it, though. He'll be a part of it, but he's not actually in a match, yeah, which kind of sucks. That's true. He, the biggest name in all There's of wrestling. There's no backlash. That's right. There's no backlash for his storyline. Every other one has backlash. Wouldn't Brock come around and defend his honor in, in, a, in a backlash? No. Brock is, uh, whole... is nursing his rib, and he's also probably, uh, like, slaughtering cows. With a broken rib? I guess. Come on, it's Brock Lesnar. What a guy. Even with a broken rib. What a manly man. Oh, my God. Jeez, slaughtering cows while he could probably, mending a rib. He could probably fully tent the crops while having a broken rib. 100%. Tending to crops. Good for him. Um, Crop dusting the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very smelly process. Uh, we Speaking of WrestleMania and the greatest WrestleMania match of all time, a Babone. 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 So I had mentioned, if I can find my cellular device, I had mentioned to you uh, before we started recording that uh, our good friend Robert had sent me, had sent us, uh, Stephanie, a link to a new movie, new character that Babon will be playing. Uh, He'll be playing El Muerto, Marvel's first Latino hero with his own live action movie. And Rob said, in the immortal words of Chris, what the shit? And I, (laughs) I said to that... I said, trademark, if you, guys. If you trade, We're yes, it on <laughs> I think that should be the first Sunday Slam shirt. The Sunday Slam with the logo, and then on the back, what the shit. Um, the second one's going to be American Gladiators? Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Um, I said, if you watch the trailer to Brad Pitt's new movie Bullet Train, you will see that he is a very good action hero as well, and he can act. And so I, I think that that's pretty do you, cool. Do you think he does his own stunts? I. Is he Tom Cruise in it? I mean, he, he did his own stunts at WrestleMania. He stepped up to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Bold. Yes. And, he, and Rumble, he stepped up to, to Lesnar. And all the kudos in the world because I would never. I, I'd shot my pants. He brought Lesnar to Brock Lesnar. He did. And, you know, kudos to that. Um, yeah. I, I, I After WrestleMania, he has turned me to a Balboni believer. I will Some not pay $200. Haircuts, though. That's a weird one. Haircuts. Weird haircuts. I will not pay $200. Haircuts. For a uh, last row seat in MetLife for a no. concert, but no. uh, I think he's very entertaining, and uh, even in wrestling. So there's that story. I don't think there's um, a concert I would pay two hundred dollars for the last seat in MetLife for. Concert. Concert. Wrestling event, you would. Yes. Okay. I really couldn't think of one, unless all four Beatles somehow magically appeared. That. Absolutely. <laughs> You have you got me hook line and sinker. Can you do? Can you go to uh, City Field and watch two of the four Beatles and the other two in hologram form perform a concert for two hundred dollars last row at City Field? Yes. 
What? Are you kidding me? Uh, I didn't I, say take no. My money. Take, I take didn't my money. I did say no. You're saying Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney are going to be there. I've already seen Ringo Starr. With, <laughs> with John Lennon and George Harrison uh, in, in, in hologram form? Take my money. I can't believe this is even a thought. Yeah. I can't believe this is a thought, dude. Yeah. Like, you still have two there, and, like, you're you're seeing something that's so right now. fucking weird. That, <laughs> just forget about the hologram part. Uh-huh. I, I would, the reason my mind goes to actually paying for that to going <laughs> is just to see the two of them live. Just to see Paul and Ringo yes. together, together live. live. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Some might say it that's would be nice would. to see them come together. So, wrestling. Right, right now. Over me. Over me. Thank you. Yeah, I completely uh was getting props for uh, his wrestling uh, status from The Undertaker, of all people, which that's high praise. He said he did Bad Bunny. Highest. Bad Bunny did everyone proud. Um, he also said that he said not to cut corners when it came to his training. Uh, he's also been in the, in the Royal Rumble, as we mentioned previously. Um, John Morrison had talked about his performance and, that, and stated that no celebrity has worked as hard as Bad Bunny. He went on to say, quote, there's been no celebrity with WWE that has been as much of a fan and worked as hard as that dude. I understand why he's successful at what he does. Uh, I would say uh, Pat McAfee is pretty close. Uh, I would say Pat McAfee. I would say... Uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he's up there as well. Or even Johnny Knoxville. I I think all of this year's WrestleMania has yeah. shown that celebrities can actually do... Athletic celebrities can do... It's come a long way from the days of Lawrence what? Taylor and Dennis Rodman. It really has. Right? It really has. We realize that we shouldn't just get like... Snooki. Oh, Snooki. Snooki. Kim Kardashian. With, was back, I mean, she ba- wasn't in a match, but she was... But Snooki know, was actually in a match. Snooki was actually backflips. in a match. I remember that, yeah. Um. <laughs> that was right around the time where uh, Angelina was on TNA. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that. Angelina, yes, I know. I do remember Angelina that. Yes, yes, yes. Angelina had a run on TNA. It Very was brief. Hilarious. It was hysterical because she sucked. I do remember that. She sucks so bad. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that vividly. That was uh, a good time. Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos. Um, i trying to think of who else got Snoop. No. She, people laughed at her because she had makeup on her butt and looked like she pooped her pants. That's um, right. I still love her. Uh, what other celebrities... I mean, we're going to go through all of Manias, as far as, like, from Mr. T on up. I mean, if we've pretty much gone, we've gone halfway through. William Refrigerator Perry, WrestleMania 2. Oh, wow. Um, Would you consider Mongo a celebrity I mean, in his first appearance? In his first appearance, maybe. But then being hired on, I guess that was his job. <laughs> so, yeah, literally. So he, literally his job. And uh, shout out to Mongo. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing well as well. And I... Okay, I, still. I'm, I'm assuming, but I, I would also I say really that. So. Speak, with that, that being said, yes, <laughs> Steve Mongo McMichael. There you go. By, come on, Google. Come on. Please be alive. Please be alive. He's still alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he does not look. Thoughts good. and prayers. Teas and peas. Teas to, and uh, to Mongo. Jeez, he doesn't look good. I'm sorry. He does not. But uh, <laughs> shout out Mongo. Wow. Shout out Mongo for bringing us all the greatest botches in history. I was not really because he was not good, but um, all due respect, he yeah he's dealing with the ALS, yeah. Lou Gehrig's disease. That is not good. So yeah, thoughts and prayers. Jeez, that, that kind of brought me down. But anyway, I apologize. Is there another disease um, that has been made more famous by one person than ALS, than ALS. or Lou Gehrig's disease? No, nah. no. And moving on. So yeah, no, 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 no. We're trying to think about celebrities in WrestleMania. We took a left turn to diseases. Moving on, moving on. Because I just thought about one, but moving on. Yes, moving on. For the love of God, um, do you have anything? I don't. You don't. How about Becky Lynch dragging AEW for the lack of representation for women's the women's division? 
That's interesting. Um, before I start reading this, are, are we on par with her? Or do we do we think that this is a thing in AEW as far as the issue with women's the women's division, as pointed out by, her- by as, as pointing out by uh, Britt Baker this week on Dynamite that she was very much missed. What is her uh, statements exactly? Let's see here. Is it the um, the representation? Does that mean the representation on the television show that the women in general are not getting represented? So, or that there's a lack of diversity within the women's division? So they, this that's article, where I'm not too sure about where it lies. Well, so this article states that she, that Becky, believes that WWE has the best women's division on the planet. Starting there, sure, okay. Uh, there's a I lot. Can of, see an argument for that? Yeah, okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, creating major stars, AEW has been receiving criticism about its women's division since day one, especially from the show since as well. The day one pay per view, yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, from day, day one WWE pay per view, they were criticizing AEW for some reason. Um, and the article goes on to, uh, to bring out a very good point. WWE has seven hours of weekly television, not counting streaming and premium live events, whereas AEW only has three. So two for Dynamite, one for Rampage. Um, again, not including streaming where you can go like you know, AEW, Dark Elevation, all that stuff on YouTube. A lot more opportunities for WWE to showcase their female talents. And Becky was harsh on AEW's lack of uh, basically not being able to find room and work for these women to, to perform on Wednesdays and Fridays. In an interview with Drew Garabo, Big Time Bex opened up and said that she had her, her thoughts on the AEW women's ranks. And said that it's simply not good. <laughs> uh, criticized the promotion for the lack of representation. She goes on to say, quote, I wish I could say yes, but unfortunately, I don't think they're represented the way we are. They don't get as much time as we get. And frankly, they're not as good as we are. We have, we have certainly on Raw, the best women's division in the world. I say that without any hesitation in my voice. We have the best women's division in the world. Uh, she finishes up by saying competition is great and it's great for there to be another place and I have a very good friend Ruby Soho over there I would love to see her as champion one day I would love to see her get the spotlight she deserves competition is always great over here we're on another level end quote proportionally do you think it's the same so because AEW has what three hours of television every week and WWE has seven hours of television every week. Seven? Seven. Right? So you got three three on Monday, two on Friday. And two on Tuesday. And NXT. Yes, NXT Tuesday. So Which which by the way, to this point, you now have women like Natalia and Mandy Rose going over to Tuesday nights to kind of spread the wealth. So let me ask you this. And they're and they're benefiting from that too. Let's talk proportions. If WWE has seven, well, this that that I did not mean for that to sound like as an SAT word problem. Okay. But if the WWE has seven hours of programming, mm-hmm. and for one segment each hour, there is a women's segment, fourteen minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Is that proportion? Do you think there are three segments in the three-hour time period that AEW has on television a week? Do you think it balances out that way? Because if that's the case, it probably I, does. I, you know what? It probably does. Because good. In my I head, have, I, have I would have to say that AEW has more representation percentage-wise. So there's definitely a larger roster of women on WWE. Obviously, obviously. But for the time given on screen, 
other than Becky Lynch cutting a promo that introduced a new, uh, a debut or return of a character this week, we'll get to. Um, their matches always go for like a minute, two minutes. Like the mixed tag tag match that they had this week was a minute long. So like you putting these women out there, supposedly putting them out there to get FaceTime, does you no good if the matches are all of a minute, minute and a half, and then everything else for the men goes minutes and minutes, and then promo, and then recap of a match, and then match, men's match, five, ten, minute, five, ten minutes long. Let me ask you this. Promo cut, and then the package, and then women get a match, and it's all of a minute long. It's, it's, it's every week. WWE is more focused on women's promos and women's segments than they are women's matches. Mm-hmm. AEW is more focused on women's matches. Do they have incredible promos? Absolutely. Sure. Anytime Britt Baker's on the mic. Sorry, Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D. Anytime she's on the mic, it's gold. Mm. And then you have... Uh, she was a little winded this week, but... She, I mean, it she makes sense. sense. It I really match. hope... I've, <laughs> I'll, I'll get into that really quick. Mm. I was so hoping that when Najee Harris took the mic that he was going to spew some shit. <laughs> like, I was really hoping. His live so television, yeah. as soon as he got the mic, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. But, that would have been a cool moment, though. Um, I so, kind so, of agree. Uh, with all that being said, I kind of agree with what Becky is saying. Mm-hmm. But I see the argument as why people are frustrated about her comments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Frustrated, not at her, but because her comments ring true. It doesn't seem like they're frustrated at her. They're frustrated with her. Oh, okay. Right? It's, just, it's, it's more like Becky Lynch came up with these statements, and people, are, people aren't arguing with it. They're just kind of like, okay. All in I all, I agree and disagree with her comments. Okay. Way to take because it's a hard WWE, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because WWE has more time and more women. They have been able to allot more time to women. However, the problem that WWE has is that their women might be, they just might be more seasoned for television and inside the ring for television. Mm. But AEW has a more focus on the matches itself. They build up to the match. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. WWE is a lot of build up. And then the matches, it's good. But it's it good. Se- but it seems like right. AEW's matches with women are just a select few. Like I can think, I can tell you right now there's three women that, especially with, with Britt Baker coming back, there are three women that will be in heavy rotation on screen at all times. Britt Baker, Thunder, Britt Baker, Rosa. Thunder Rosa, and Jay Cargill. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else is, I mean, you saw freaking, for some reason or another, without any explanation, you saw that Red Velvet is now heel and is now teamed up with Jay Cargill and her stable. I like it. Um, but to no, it. to no explanation. But she she gets matches like what? Once a month? If that. Red Velvet? Yes. That unless, unless it's, uh, that's not dark. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I'm talking about. A lot of it. I'm a lot of like AEW regular, is regular on dark. A lot, I'm talking about a lot of like regular. TV programming. We're all, yeah, we're also in Becky's comment. She's not considering the dark and the dark elevation and the dark elevation of it all. Of it all, but is that does that justify it? Does that make it right that they're on YouTube TV as opposed to being on broadcast television? Uh, YouTube TV, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube on your TV. Somehow it's worse. <laughs> it's, it's worse. It is. It's worse. Imagine if they had a contract with YouTube TV, strictly on YouTube TV. That'd be wild. That's Chris, like, can I have your YouTube TV <laughs> <laughs> login, please? <laughs> oh, now everybody wants to get my login. Um, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I would have liked it in the first place, but I, yes, I didn't really ask. I didn't want to impose. You can take it. Sorry, I don't care. Um, can I have it then? Sure. <laughs> All right, cool. You can give it right now over there. Uh, yeah, so, Password is taco, guys. <laughs> It's delicious taco meat. Um, what? So, yeah, so Becky Lynch's statements, <laughs> it, it makes sense. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from as far as, like, being split here, but um, I still agree with her as far as, like, them them not being represented enough only because if they have enough women. They could push other women. It's not like they don't have the, the, the a type or amount of women to be able to push. It just seems like... They are surrounding themselves and and burying their their flag with t- three women, um, kind of spread out over the entire division. I think it's because all the other women are so green when it comes to television. Whose fault that's is that? Problem. Whose fault is that? A little bit of everybody's. Where, where's Where's Kenny with all this? Kenny's rehabbing, so he's, he has no responsibilities with the women. You, but you forget <laughs> the women's division is in flux right now because the top two people who are running it at first mm. are no longer there. Them. Kenny is injured. Right. Brandy Rhodes is just not there. I mean, Brandy Rhodes is not with the company anymore. Oh, she's not. Got I don't it. know if anybody knew that. What was there some sort of event that happened after that? Uh, you know, her husband might be one of the most over people in their competition right now. Oh. So it's kind of a little bit it's difficult. Not, it's not there. Not yeah. there. Speaking of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, women. By the way, how long before you get the code, uh, Brandy Rhodes versus Stephanie McMahon match? <sighs> God, we're waiting for it, aren't we? <laughs> Chief brand officer on a title match. I mean, on a whole <laughs> match. match. <laughs> yeah. Get her, get her a mic, and get her in the ring. I, I feel like if Cody is going to like switch heel or some point, or if he, if he goes that route, like, we can't would, do it with Hunter anymore. That's the problem, right? We can't. Yeah. So it's got to be That's all what sucks. That'd be all Stephanie. That could be Vince, though. But I think that she would. <laughs> please, please let it be Vince. For the love, of, <laughs> love of God, I have never seen someone so like done. <laughs> I, so I, I, old, so old and done. I give him credit, dude. I, you know, listen. He looks he's in amazing. His, he's in seventies. He looks way better than I do. Uh, and and I, kudos. But you know, he, he's it's just not the same. And I, I love that we can try to grasp for straws when it comes to nostalgia and especially this mania being the retirement and end of as shown in the meme of a ton of wrestlers. Uh, you know that just raised us. <laughs> not to get all sentimental, but as far as wrestling fans. Raised us, and then you see Vince McMahon get in second night with Steve Austin. Me, you can go away. Um, raised me. He didn't raise you. Like you were like two. When Who didn't raise down. me? How old were you during the Attitude Era? What do you constitute the Attitude Era? From ninety, what's like ninety seven, like the beginning of it, ninety seven till Ruthless Aggression started. So I'll say like oh two. When in ninety seven? <laughs> what year were you? Was born? it December of ninety seven? What year were you born? Ninety three. Lord, I was watching the Attitude Era. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were you were placed on the floor in front of a TV while your dad was watching it. Yes, you had no idea what was going on. No, I, I do have distinct memories. Shameful. Like ninety. Shameful. Ninety nine two thousand era. I was uh, watching Monday Night Nitro <sighs> in my room on the, on a, on a small Lord. on a twelve inch television no. that had the huge fucking wagon in the back. Nineteen ninety seven, Nassau Coliseum. With my NWO flag in tow and my Sting shirt nice. going over to Nassau Coliseum watching WCW Monday Nitro. And that was just that I, I will forever remember that just because you get to see NWO. And you see Hogan come out and, and he came out with the uh, Jimi Hendrix 
and just watching him and that whole 90,000 people that are part of NWO coming to the ring. It was just like a train. Literally, it, was, it took like two minutes for every single person to come out. It was part of NWO. 97? It was like 90. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I know uh, I've said that on it's like the, It was like the end, of, the end of 97, beginning of 98. It was like yeah, I've said it multiple times on this show. My dad went to a Monday Nitro event and didn't take me. Yes. You, I've mentioned this before. We've mentioned the scarring uh, process by yes, your father. We yes. won't get into it. We don't have time for this therapy it's session. Very hurtful. Uh, I heard for you. But that was, I I think it was at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly too sure. I, I don't think time. WCW did MSG. Did they? No. So where else would, ooh, it might have been at the Rock. Could have been. Might have been at Prudential Center now that I think about it. I think I sat next to somebody that there was a seat that was empty there. And I was like, do I know you? He's like, no. You'll know my son in the future. <laughs> Who's the empty chair for? Nobody. Hogan! And that was it. I sat next to your chair. You would have been... <laughs> hang on. Here, here's the funny part. My dad went... Here, here's the thing. My dad went with his best... With his friend at the time. They had a little falling out, but that's neither here nor there. I need to hear He went with his friend. And I can tell you this right now. My dad's a large man. He's not as big as I am, but okay, he's, he, is as, he is as, as tall as I am. Okay. But he's a large man. Like, he's not no small character. Mm. My dad's friend is a very large man. Okay. Like, my size, possibly bigger. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. You thought it was bad sitting next to me at the Prudential Center? I did. Could you imagine <laughs> having to sit next to my dad and his friend at Nassau Coliseum? No. It would have sucked even more. No. It would have been horrible. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next. That's why I'm looking forward to the uh, the 11th, where we're gonna sit back and I can like put my knees up on the chair and oh. act like a kid because all of you are just giants, like you're all titans. <laughs> and I'm oh, excited, like spread eagle. <laughs> Lord Jesus, nobody wants to see that. Why I, not? I, you sitting spread eagle? Someone wants to see it. Nobody wants to see that. Hey yo. Nate Diaz says that he won't fight Conor McGregor because he sucks. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> oh man, what do you? Took to Twitter recently. He made it, he made it clear he just wants to fight someone. However, Diaz added that he won't fight Conor McGregor because he sucks. He said, I, "I've been trying to fight everybody and no no go. What's up the What's up UFC? I'm not fighting Conor. He sucks. I'll fight someone. Quit slow rolling me, please. Thanks." Why does he always got to do something weed related term in there? Oh man, it's either rolling. Slow or rolling. He I'm likes the, the highest in the division. He likes the weed. He does. He does like it. The he weed. Does. Shout out. Um, shout out. Northern North Cali. Hell yeah. Stockton Zone. Okay. Niner Faithful. Nate Diaz. Diaz Brothers. <laughs> I felt like I should have had a little uh, cipher sounds. No. Oh, that. Wait. Which one is him? Hold on. I forget which one was cipher and uh, which cy- one was uh, the other one. Uh, Funkmaster Flex was the the, the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his was the. Well, let me see if I. His was the. I think I just played it. No, I didn't. Never mind. Anyway. Is that it? Meow, 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 meow. Nope. Nope, it's not going off. Anyway. Um, anywho. Anywho's a what's it. Uh, Vice TV has not picked up Dark Season Rings, Dark Side of the Rings Hello. Season 4. Why? Can't oh. you speak? Oh. Dark Side of the Rings Season 4. There you go. There you go. Has not picked it up. Words are good. Um, the last episode they had was about the steroid trials, which that entire series is gold. 
It's like, awesome. Just just an amazing. If you have not watched, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, and if you have seen some, but not all, uh, please go back and, and especially watch this one because this was like one of the biggest stories. If you were not alive <laughs> in the early nineties, was not um, of the WWF st- steroid trial, and this was, was like when Hogan left the, left WWF. It was ninety four, right? Um, yes. And, was alive. and so uh, barely he, him being barely. WCW, just being signed on, barely alive. Being signed on and then having to go to trial, uh, which it was, a, it was such a weird scenario with that, because um, you know he was taking it too, so he was he had to basically go up against the mini Mac. Um, Who do you think Vince gets his roids from now? <laughs> uh, Completely different tangent. There was a kid I went to high school with that got busted for steroids. He's currently in jail for steroids. Yeah, for selling steroids. Huh? Selling that's the distribution of it all. Oh well. Uh, Dave Meltzer, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, said, I've not heard of them doing another season. The ratings were down for the last season. But the idea of not doing a season wouldn't be over. Jim Ross and and they will always be able to get guests. There were some people who say no. Um, it's just a question if they can come up with viable topics and they're renewed. Here's my pitch to uh, the owners of Dark Side of the Ring. DSOTR, as it is known. <laughs> as, it's known, as it's known by really nobody, but go ahead. Take Dark Side of the Ring and make it into a visual podcast. So on what platform? On all platforms. Okay. YouTube and every other podcast platform that there are that mm. there is. Because realistically, you can listen to Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. Without yeah, having to watch it, you could listen to Dark Side of the Ring. True. They, you would just have to maybe introduce that would be the only thing you would have to do as far as the audio part is concerned mm. but other than that just put it out as a podcast I agree right yeah sure uh, plus that gives you unlimited possibilities of what you can and cannot talk about I just always like the the visual of vice of, of dark side of the ring but that's a good thing about it being visual podcast you can still get the right. entire episode right but if you can't watch it and you really want to just listen to it just you can just listen to get it a podcast yeah visual coming soon to the slums of slam <laughs> <laughs> can we do the same thing where we're, just, we're like talking about stories but we have like shadow people like just like dark out people like but in the shadows like just our images like doing stuff like we do on dark side this of the is ring a public service announcement if anybody wants to be hired to do skits about pro wrestling, uh, the the dark times of pro wrestling. Please contact the Sons of Slam on Twitter or the Sons of Slam at gmail.com. Back to the show. And there we go. Um, yeah, I just want I want our, our dark side of the ring about us. Like the, the dark times of the Sons of Slam. And then I want the images like our What would our be the dark sh- times? Would the dark figures? times be in the studio or in your basement? Yes. Or in... Just yes? Yes. Just yes? Yes. Just <laughs> okay. <laughs> the dark times of uh, recording issues and being in the studio at uh, in Long Island and having to deal with people outside. And, and having, getting yelled at getting by a certain professor by, that, yes. that Baron Corbin wasn't going to be anything. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Who is right now? Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, shout out CSB. Well, that's where this all started. Can you shout out CSB then? Not our CSB anymore, but we can say it's a story. RIP to, uh, to our CSB. To our CSB. Yes, where it all began. Where the Sons of Slam podcast <laughs> where it literally was birthed. All was birthed. 
Uh, I got Shout nothing out else. all noise radio for not putting <laughs> this on. We'll teach you one day. Listen and sh- and shout out to uh, fucking gunning everybody yeah, down now. Yeah, let's shoot them all, shoot them all down. And and shout out to us. Uh, I'm hoping that at some point I keep talking about this. But summer of this year, look out for Sons of Slam, iHeartRadio. That's all I'm saying. Hell yeah. Just putting it out there. More more of a like knock on wood kind of situation. That's but, not wood. But shut up, you didn't, didn't have to know that. Um, to people listening, they're not not here. There's wood right there. Want to make want to make the show bigger. And so we were looking into that, um, and we're, we're pulling the trigger, hopefully, by this year. Done and done. Anyway, moving on. We're up to something. <laughs> we, we're up to something. I don't know what yet, <laughs> but we're Neither up to something. Uh, and, 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 I mean, it has to be a whole new show, because I can't keep playing uh, Beautiful Liar without some sort of fine levied on me. Unless, on we, us. Get, unless we get uh, signed by Spotify. Unless Shakira, you never know. Unless Shakira walks in our studio right now. Never know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I would lose it. I would Ugh. lose it. Yeah. Good times. That'd be great. That would be great. Um, let's tell you. Have hey, Shakira, else listen, you know, whenever, wherever. But up, up, but up. We'll make up. it happen. <laughs> it's just awful. It's just awful. All right. So, Hook's any- debut <laughs> on Dynamite. Anything else before we get started into extra wrestling here? Because we're going to shoot right through all this stuff. No. Dynamite for April 20th. Amazing. In Pittsburgh, PA. I'm going to stand up for a little bit because my back hurts. Oh, let's, let's do that. Um, CM Punk versus The Natural, Dustin Rhodes. I feel, and this is going to be probably an awful take, I love CM Punk. I'm not taking anything away from that. As a matter of fact, there was a video that came up on my um, on my feed uh, today as far as like an old video from 2019, which was him uh, making his debut on Backlash. On the Backlash. On uh, what was the, the show that they had? Great Balls uh, of Fire. Backstage. Backstage. WWE oh, backstage. Right. Oh, dude. Remember when you booked the, when you on, broke the on, internet on, on that one? I, I think I remember it. Just when you think you have all the answers, I change the culture. The culture. Yeah, God, Renee. that was great. Oh, Renee. I mean, he, he did. He did. He did. for that, Eventually, that, he that did. Week, that week, I mean, it really did nothing for that aspect of that show because it, it was canceled several weeks after that. Yeah. But, I mean, um... That moment, Not several weeks. It was a couple months. It after was that. depending on it. Honestly, yeah, you know what? I, I take like that back. It was like a month. It, 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 that, that depends on whatever your definition of several of, is. Of is is. Uh, of is is. Uh, yeah. So I saw that um, that flashback, and then watching him. All that to say, watching him with this match, love him to death. As a matter of fact, the ties were turning as far as the the, the fan reaction because they were all cheering for Dustin Rhodes towards the end of that match. I heard it a um, certain somewhere. Did a little bit of research. Apparently, this match was kind of a nod to uh, Gold Dust versus Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. If okay. you go back and watch Gold Dust versus Bret Hart, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of similarities to this match. Interesting. Interesting. Um, punk is uh, punk is amazing. I know. A little slower, is what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm okay with that. He's a little slower than he used to. I know he's not a spring chicken anymore, but he's a little slower as far as his step goes. It's over the hill. Dustin, listen, it, the two of them being in, of their age, of their of their increased age. Uh, in, and Dustin's in comparison, In comparison, I was going to say that. In oh, comparison to... Sorry. In comparison to the rest of their um, their brethren of the of the ring, uh, they are on the higher end, the spectrum of the, of the age bracket. But with that being said, Dustin can move. He's 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 still a great worker. I think that uh, 
this this match with or the inevitable match with CM Punk and Adam Page um, will be great. I but I think that I just just watching him wrestle in the last couple matches, he's kind of lost a little step, and and I feel like Dustin Rhodes had to kind of towards the, especially towards the end of the match kind of scale back uh, to match up with CM Punk. Uh, kudos to Punk for the the roll up and <laughs> getting the the uh, the win on that, and not really squashing Dustin Rhodes in, in this this whole procedure here. But you know, towards the end they got the they got the hug and and the, the handshake. Um, and then Let me you ask get, you a question. And then you get, you get Paige coming out uh, at the top of the ramp to confront CM Punk. Who do you think should take the title off of CM off of uh, Hangman Page? And do you think it should be CM Punk? Do you think they pull the trigger? on a Punk Championship title reign right now. Not right now, but, you know, like maybe by... Next couple weeks. Double or nothing? No. No? I don't. All right, then that raises my next question. Mm. Who takes the title from Hangman? Hmm. So I only say no because if you look back on... It's like you you go back past in past history, like when you're trying to bet on something and you see like... You know, a team has a certain history, like the Yankees against the Orioles tonight. You know, at home they have such and such a record, which is you know predominantly better than the Orioles' record at Yankee Stadium. So, based on past history, I would go that route. Based on past history, you see that Jericho had the belt for a long time. You see that Omega had it for a long time. Um, now Page has it. So uh, Moxley had it a long time. It, I don't think it's time He's yet. He's had it for over a hundred days. I don't think it's time yet. I think you got to get like at least another couple months. To get it in, I mean, we're already talking about Page being a good champion. I'm not considering him a great champion. Like Omega was, as far as AEW champion, I thought Omega was great. Uh, Jericho did a lot with it. I, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think you have to give him more time to be able to establish himself as this brand since he's the face of the company. And but don't you think that think it should yet. have been established by now? You would think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind if they take the title off him now. Build Hangman back up so that he has a better title reign the next time around. Right. Okay. You can't I don't strike. Say, you can't strike gold every fucking time. Mm. I'm ah. saying I don't think you. Sh- I don't think it's it's. Uh, there's no cough buttons when you're live in the room. Yeah. Um. They, uh, I don't think I'm not saying that's wrong. I, I agree with you somewhat. I can see Punk holding the belt. I just don't know if it's time for him to drop it. All right. Um. Oh, maybe he will. Who knows. Uh, Wardlow. I thought that was hysterical that they they have to have him handcuffed going through the building. Um, it's and Mark Sterling is just is he's precious. Uh, Wrestling's number one lawyer. Blackpool Combat Club. Love it. I love it so much. Is is this your group? Yeah. Yeah. I give kudos to Dante Martin for some of those moves, man. Like he did that one flip where he went on the top rope and flipped out Brian uh, Brian Danielson out of the ring. Um, yeah. The bla- I can't stress enough how big the Blackpool Combat Club is as a just a thing in general. Okay. Just uh, strictly for the fact of it bringing William Regal out of not not bringing him out, but having William Regal go to the competition, right? Who was a known WWE homer for years. He was there for. He was a damn general manager of a, of a whole company, of a whole uh, league. Yeah. And division. overall at one point, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I think. Way back when, yeah. Yeah. This is when it was just Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. Back when the Raw General, he the was, anonymous Raw General Manager thing, he was it was it was either before right that, before like, or right after that. Regal, Regal was GM as and, and wrestler. <laughs> also, so, uh, kind of like a player manager. Kind of like Sonya um, Deville. Kind of like Sonya Deville. Yep. So, yeah, we got Regal. 
Uh, I love when he just calls Excalibur the masked man. Um, I, lo- I love it's it. Like, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like no respect. Uh, the, uh, the uh, what is it? Hmm? The Undisputed Elite. Yes. I'm, I'm liking the name. I love it. I'm liking that name. For it's the perfect. Young Bucks Red Dragon, Adam Cole. The Undisputed Elite. Um, until Omega comes back, then what do you call it? Uh, the Elite uh, Undisputed? Sh- the, the Alpha and Omega. I think you still call it. No, that's uh, Jericho. That's Jericho that's versus Jericho. Kenny. Right. Alpha versus Omega. Got it. I think you still call it the Undisputed Elite after Omega comes back. I don't see why there's a reason to not call it that. Hmm. Okay. Kenny Omega was part of the Elite. Right. But here's my thing. I We'll get to the Tony Khan announcement. Which is right now. So, uh, so Undisputed Elite we're talking. Then you had the major announcement with Tony Khan. And, and he uh, introduces the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Takami Obari, right? Obari-san. Obari-san. Well, it's Obari. Um, well, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. You get it. Um, if you know, I just, you know. I just find, I just find it funny that it was basically Adam Cole who, in the previous segment, said that he has something to do, which was basically announced for Tony Khan all the rules that are happening with this new pay-per-view. Um, so, as you mentioned, June 26th, the major announcement. June 26th, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling in an ironic twist to everything that WWE last year had said that they were doing with New Japan. Uh, that's not what he said. That was me. Uh, collaborate to present the first ever joint pay-per-view event with the greatest name ever, The Forbidden Door. The Forbidden Door. I thought, by the way, I'm talking about this name, I thought that the previous name that I just heard for an AEW product before this was, I thought, amazing, which was for their AEW new video game that's that's coming out, what which is, is entitled AEW colon Fight Forever. Mm. I thought that was awesome. And now hearing this pay-per-view title, The Forbidden Door, just literally literally and figuratively opens up the possibilities for everything about to happen. I wonder where the trademarks lie for an AEW video game called AEW No Mercy. Because, <laughs> boy, I'd fucking buy that one. You imagine? <laughs> I would buy that in a heartbeat. AEW <laughs> layeth the smack it down. Um, layeth the smack it down. <laughs> if we can do that, so that was the new, the new, uh, the new thing. The, the announcement, the big announcement, is that they have this new pay per view, uh, June twenty sixth, and it's an amazing venture. And uh, great on them for picking that name, uh, the Forbidden Door, because it's just it. It's exactly what it is. And so, uh, Rampage had the first uh, match in their own heart. Cup qualifying match for uh, for this pay per view, which was Adam Cole versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii, which was Ishii. Ishii. I think so. Uh, great match. It was a great match. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, My thing that I've said on this show in the past, and then Jay White just coming out of nowhere for no reason. That's where I want to bring it. Please up. go ahead. My I said it on this show before. I say it for no reason, but there was a reason. We should get one thing out of this pay per view. Mm. Bullet Club, Civil, Civil War. war. <laughs> I mean, it, you can't really by have that definition. Though. It's not a civil war. It's not. Well, for, you're missing but two key members of it. That's fine. You have ninety eight percent of of all of Bullet Club ever. I guess, except for two people. That's fine. I mean, yeah, one of the people is like one of the most important people <laughs> to have. But I get it. Two of them. No. I mean, more than no bullet, there's no Bullet Club without fucking Finn. With, without Finn. Right. So that's the most important. Obviously, AJ is important to Bullet Club. But Finn is but the Finn most is the, important Finn part Finn of Bullet Club. Club. 
Yeah. So there's that. Finn is the club. Yeah. <laughs> Finn is the club. So then, I don't know how you work that out. He should, they should just like for one night. Yes. Can you imagine? Absolutely. Buy out his rights for a night. And just as a tag team. Oh, jeez. Or here, here we go. has the money to do that. I don't see. This is where it, I, I fucked up, and I should probably pay more attention to New Japan programming. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the Gorillas of Destiny are not aligned with the bullet club currently mm. so i wouldn't mind for one night only mm-hmm. if finn balor and aj styles were to show up out of at a forbidden door pay-per-view with the gorillas of destiny okay right that'd be great <laughs> it'll never fucking happen ever, ever ever in life but we love to fantasy book on this show <laughs> Um, and that's what we're here to do. Butcher versus Warlow, and uh, just this whole the whole premise and coming down with no music and the handcuffs, and Warlow and Butcher going at it for all of like three minutes. Um, uh, this whole thing it, it, does this lead up to double or nothing? It can't be because it's only a couple weeks away with Warlow versus MJF. Double or nothing's only a couple weeks away. I mean, when when is double or nothing? It's at the end of May. I mean, I guess yeah, it's a couple of things, a couple of weeks. Oh, hello. Uh, let's see here. That is happening. Uh, so May, we got that down. 29th. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a month away. It's a month away. It's a month and three days away. You could you could build it up. But then next three dynamites? You could, yeah. You could slow roll that. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't he have to go through, like, doesn't he have you go through, like, the whole, like, here's line the of people? Like, he doesn't have to go through Sean Spears and then here's the issue somebody that, else. And then here's him. the issue they're at right now with this storyline. It's too late to have a match not at double or nothing for any significant storyline mm. we're a month out we're less than a month out it's too late to have a storyline just end and then not have something at a pay-per-view for one of the biggest storylines in AEW right for now. The, the biggest pay-per-view of the year exactly that's why this just you t- Tony Khan knows how to slow roll something this is not a slow roll though this is going to be a rush job isn't it what? I mean, as far as like him going through the motions to have to get to this, MJF. To I know the story. The story. I know it's, it's been years in the making. I get it's it. It's been three years. Right, but now that he's air quote released and he's going to face him at some point, it, doesn't he have to go through like all the, the obstacles before MJF? But if you think about it, so he has one match. When he's been match. on the other side of MJF, mm. it's been since the last pay per view. So if it culminates mm. at the next pay per view, that's perfect. It was a two year build up. For a three week, four week, like set send off before no. we get to this match, it seems kind of short. No, like weren't you want to build this up so. for a couple months? I think the problem is is that you understand what I'm saying. Like I understand he's this has been built up and everybody's anticipating the idea of him getting released and going after him after all this time of being the indentured servant. But now that he's kind of released, air quotes, don't you want to like build that up too? Before it's, it just feel like we're going to go. Butcher into Lance Archer into one other person, Sean Spears, and in a chairs match, and then go into the pay per view. There's three more matches he could have. Go on. I, I, I'm not exactly too sure who those who those people would be, but there is three more matches that he can have to, before he gets to MJF at the pay per view. Okay. So that's why I don't think this is so fast. Okay. Because the turn happened at the last pay per view. It would make sense for the match between the two of them to happen at the next upcoming pay-per-view. 
Okay. I could listen. I could be totally wrong about it, but I think that because there has been so much backstory to it, you don't have to drag it out to another pay per view after that. Right. Because what's the one after that? That's Forbidden Door. Actually. Oh, right. Right. And you would probably want to have something for MJF, something for Wardlow. I'll tell you this right now. You want to know what I want to see at uh, Forbidden Door? Mm. Wardlow versus Minoru Suzuki. Okay. I think that would be an incredible match to put on. Put MJF against one of the, against. I was going to say Okada because that was the first name that came to my head, but I did read something that he might not be able to make it to Forbidden Door. But there are a lot of upcoming uh, Japanese wrestlers who would want to get yeah. into the swing of things. Um, what else do we have here? Eddie Kingston challenging Daniel Garcia for Rampage this week. Uh, Jungle Boy against Kyle O'Reilly, which uh, the entire time I'm like, Kyle O'Reilly needs to win this match. Like he just he just does. Like he really hasn't had anything as, as far as like a big push yet. I would have lost that over. bet from last week if um, you remember that. With what? Remember I made the the money line. Oh yes, yes. On yeah. this, yep. Yeah, I would have lost. Ah, but technically, I did take Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. If there was like a point spread for Jungle Boy, I would have taken that, and I think I would have won it too. I think Jungle Boy would have covered the spread. I I just see that he doesn't need this. He doesn't need this tournament. He's already a champion, and Kyle O'Reilly, uh, now with Samoa Joe in the tournament here, um, does things for his name in AEW, which is the whole point. Yeah. Uh, stop stop giving you know and I'd say the same thing to WWE too it's, it's wrestling is wrestling um, plus Kyle O'Reilly has had a longer tenure as a single star than Jungle Boy has yeah very true previously in history and, they, and they made that clear it. they made that clear on the uh, the produ- the, pro- uh, the broadcast thank you very much um, yeah. all six years for Jungle Boy and 16 years for Kyle O'Reilly now let's get to what we really want to talk about MJF and Sean Spears no, no we want to talk about <laughs> Dynamite debut. Um, go on. I'm gonna let I'll give you the floor here. We got to see Hook. Oh no, that was on Rampage. I'm sorry. Hook. Let Let's just be honest. What more can I say about Hook that uh, I haven't already said? This man's gonna be world champion by why 2025. Do you think- <laughs> guarantee it. I guarantee why? it. Why? Why is Why is Little Mac gonna be champion in 2025? Because he's over. That's why. Okay. Without saying a word. He finally said a word. This on, week. Rampage. on Rampage. He said a word. But on he said Dynamite. his first. Actually, technically, it's not his first words. Okay. People forget. He did talk when he was doing the whole Team Taz gimmick. Okay. Before they were like, hey, listen, you're going to go be the cold-hearted, red-blooded assassin. Uh-huh. I think that's what they call him. Okay. I don't remember that at all, but sure. Uh, but yeah, so that is the. Uh, that was the first time he spoke but back then, but mm-hmm. we don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Hook spoke for the first time and on Rampage. Rampage after and, this. And but- the reaction that he got should have garnered enough to be like hey kids over mm-hmm. without a doubt people pop for th- there's three pops for a hook entrance mm-hmm. you pop for the song the beginning of the song because you already know mm-hmm. you pop for the graphic that comes up that just says hook, says hook on it. <laughs> it's just that's it and uh, then you pop for him actually coming out if that if that isn't over, I don't know what is. It just it's it, it's 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 absurd. It's absurd. It is it's absurd. absurd. That is the right word. It is absurd that he is so over as he is for saying not a damn word, not a word, not a single one, not a word. And in his wrestling, I mean, it's not he's bad. It's just he's like the grapp- grappling style 
Almost he's doing like, his dad. For, he's, 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 he's his dad. He, he is absolutely You can tell he was trained by Taz. Taz trained him straight <laughs> straight up. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Trained him straight up, and it's just his attitude that has gotten him over. Like, he goes in, literally does his business and does his work, and then gets out. And people, he just, that some got him over. That literally got him over. And so now, with this whole, this whole program that he's about to have with Dan Housen, um, is hysterical. And that is like the internet wrestling community's dream, dream match. And wet dream match, Danhausen versus Hook. Um, it's my dream match. I am so goddamn excited <laughs> for number one Danhausen to just to be wrestle. in a match. To finally wrestle. Yeah. I mean, you know, thankfully he got his his knee all situated yes. and, and, and got through that. Got but he oh man. That match is gonna be incredible. <laughs> so there's that. And then Hook gets the win on Anthony Henry. Um being cursed by Danhausen, um, and Danhausen being so over, you would think that Hook being over would negate Danhausen, and like when he's trying to curse him, and he's just they just love him too. It's just it's a weird dynamic here with the amount of love for both characters. There's just going to be um, a constant cheer this entire that entire, entire match. Yeah. It's just going to be cheers for both. Ah! <laughs> cheers for both. Um, we had the weird kind of face heel transition kind of thing going on with Scorpio Sky uh, this week. So Frankie Kazarian is about to go for the TNT Championship, but the whole premise and the whole point of this promo was to basically say, no, hold on. Scorpio Sky comes in and says, I, I respect you, but I'm going after the title first. If I win it, I'll give you the first shot. So he, they tend to do like these little quick like inserts to show storylines, going to take a turn here, but go this way here. And this is one of them. The whole promo was about a minute long. It just kind of explained that, you know, Scorpio Sky is going after Sammy Guevara again. And then Sammy Guevara coming out with Tay Conti, who, oof, Lord. Um, and now this new <laughs> this new Sammy character, even though he's like every other heel, said the fans turned on me, so I'm going to turn on you. Um, it's kind of going to be old shtick. But uh, he, he's I I give I give him credit I give Dan Lambert credit for going after the uh, the with the horror the horror comments on Tay Conti, um and all the comments on Sammy Guevara and them quipping back and forth, um you know who's getting and then Ethan over? Page man Ethan Page coming over and just being like there taking the go. mic and just like going in <laughs> you know who's getting the most over in this entire thing who's that is Ethan Page Ethan Page that promo that he cut last week yeah or whenever it was last week two last weeks week. ago yeah. When his eye was just completely cut after the attacks oh, from the match, mm. that was incredible. The heart and soul that he put into that. Mm-hmm. He, I can't wait for him to eventually splinter off from this and go out on his own because the man can talk. But the, the problem I have with Dan, I love Dan Lambert in this whole American Top Team thing because mm-hmm. it brings pseudo-validity to... Sky and, and, and Ethan Page, mm-hmm. but they, they don't need a mouthpiece. Neither one of them really. Scorpio Sky, if anything, Ethan Page doesn't need a mouth for him. I mean, that, He's a great promo. Isn't that the same as, I'm not saying that's on the same level, but same as like Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman? Like Roman doesn't need Roman a mouthpiece. Re- uh, yeah. I mean, now he doesn't. I didn't think he did either before. He did before. Not of of all. He did before. I don't think he did. I, he was he, he was before. slow. He was kind of slowish. Twenty fifteen Roman Reigns needed Paul Heyman. Um, he did. 
Doesn't matter what you say. Uh, okay, I'm not talking about 2015 uh, Roman Reigns. I'm talking about like Roman Reigns now as in God mode Reigns does not need Paul Heyman. Oh, no, he doesn't. But it, it accentuates him, doesn't it? Like it makes the it character does, that much better. It does. Like the bloodline is great with greater now with, with Paul Heyman. So I say the same thing with like Lambert you know, skews people out sometimes. He gets on the wrong side, but that's his whole point and his whole shtick. Um, Listen, he's an old man. He has no brain. He's senile. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, I wouldn't say senile. He's, he's, he makes some senile. good points sometimes. No, he does. But, he you does. know, he's an old senile break. man. And Give him a break. I think he, I think he does. Uh, Come on. I think he does men of the year better with him there. Yes. Um, with that I, said, I, I completely agree, agree with you also. He does not need Lambert as a, as a mouthpiece. Ethan, Ethan Page can cut a hell of a promo. Yeah. Um, but I think he just. I think Lambert is hysterical. Um, the match with uh, Britt Baker versus Daniel uh, uh, Kamala, who, woof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was oh, a, uh, God bless. That was a great match. It was, I can't. Bless me. The fact that Britt Baker gets the the Bret Hart treatment in her hometown yeah. is yeah. incredible. I like, love it. Every time they go to Pittsburgh, to every school. time you hear Britt's music come on and she comes out in that black and gold. Black and yellow, sorry. Relax. Right? I'm so sorry. <laughs> shout out, Pittsburgh. Shout out to Pittsburgh. Shout out. Uh, yeah, and then she gets on the mic, and as winded as she was, cutting that promo, you can see that she was trying to like piece up the, the script together. Like, I got to say this, and then go here. She's got to have a match, man. Like, you know, give her, cut her some slack. She's How just- much funnier would Rip Baker be if she had a complete Yinzer accent? <laughs> Right, I think that promo would be gold. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been gold. She's um, like, I'm going to take all of these women in this division, Dan, <laughs> into the gutter. The the, fa- the fact that she pointed out Tony Storm would leave I another will be organization on top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> just for a day, I want to talk like that. Really, just for a day. God, just give me, grant me the and blessing to talk. But actually, like the entire day. I want you to talk. I want to talk Pittsburghian the entire day. You want to talk Yinzer? Yinzer. All right. The entire day. I can do that. From the time you wake up. From the time. From the time. From the time. Jesus Christ. Starting right now. Huh? Um, telling Tony Storm to go to quit another organization was was gold. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I love the backstory between them because when Tony Storm had arrived in NXT, Burt Baker sent out a tweet. This was like beginning 2021. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker sent out a tweet that uh, it just said Tony Storm. Like, it just had a picture of Tony Storm. And it was, like, some type of emoji underneath it. Mm-hmm. But Twitter. Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that. Talking about Jay Cargill also. Uh, and then we had this coffin match. And I just want to fast forward to my favorite part of the entire match. I think um, it's also my favorite part. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, when you had uh, the rest of the AFL come out. Which are just beating up Darby, Andrade throwing uh, Darby over the the barricade, mm-hmm. and then taking. And then uh, it was Mark Quinn and uh, Blade basically yeah. just taking them apart, and this random guy in a sting mask with a yeah. sign. That was it. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, ran, that was random. it. I watched. I must. I must have watched this this actual spot. I rewound it maybe twenty times. It I was just it, so large, hysterical because it's this large guy with a fake. Like sing mask on and a hat, backwards baseball cap with a sign, I'm here for Darby Allen, that Mark Quinn immediately rips up. And then the security guard, I, I rewound it so many times because I want to see the angle and reaction of every person there. So 
he rips up the sign. The security guard is holding back this random guy who has the, ma- the sting mask on. The sting mask comes off from this guy, and it's Sting. <laughs> he takes off the baseball cap, and and Excalibur's uh, what? <laughs> Just like, taking off the sting mask to re- to reveal that you are Sting. Yeah, is like one of the top ten best moments in wrestling history <laughs> in wrestling history all right relax there guy <laughs> i know it was it was hysterical it was it was funny though it was funny I just want to pop the crowd <laughs> i just want to give it the pop i don't give the people what they want um yeah, yeah. give the people what they want i just i i popped so hard it was just so funny like and the security guards when he, the the mask came off security guards like oh <laughs> you just see him smile and then like fade away into the background you and think that was a work or a shoot yeah i think that was probably work really with the security guard yeah. fucking sign the security up the security no, guard up for sag that was definitely that was good that was definitely work because the other security guard that was to the left of sting to the right on the screen had no reaction whatsoever like he was there like really like holding back the crowd but seeing seeing everybody else's reaction like oh they just ripped up that guy's sign that's not nice <laughs> and then just like oh shit it's sting and then Shivani's reaction. You had to it's wear the ball cap. You had to wear the ball cap, though. Yes, you had to wear it because the haircut would have given it away. Absolutely, given it away. That looks like a sixty-three-year-old um, man's hair. And speaking of sixty-three, dyed hair. Yeah, well, dyed. I would assume. Dyed. Assume. I don't know. I would assume fighting in the crowd, going, throwing Marquin over. He was basically standing on the rail. He pushed him off the 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 stairs of the rail of the stairs going up to the next section pushed him off everybody caught him and then 63 year old sting is going to the top of that section jumps off and splashes basically onto all f- one two three four men he including darby to, including darby Allen. he just wants to fly give the man some wings i wish they didn't uh cut the commercial at that point because that reaction that when he got up to the ground and did the sting like you know, pound chest pound i would like to appear that po- the crowd pop on by that. the way you want to talk about a missed uh pr opportunity mm. Have Sting be the next face of Red Bull. Look, Red Bull gives you wings, and it's just a picture of Sting diving into a crowd of people. I'm 63 years old, (laughs) and Red Bull gives me wings. I fly. Quarterly. (laughs) (laughs) About once every... Every three and a half months, four yeah. months, probably. Yeah. He, uh, listen, kudos. He does that like every week. Every time no, he's he on doesn't. a TV, like they're just like in, it's like, dude. Every time he's on TV, he does it every week. He does some sort of flying shit. He does the last two times. I'm saying every time he's on TV, he doesn't do some crazy shit every time he's on TV. Not some crazy shit. There's just some times where he stares intently into dude, people. Dude, stop. <laughs> stop. Come on. Stop. This. There you come no. on. Use yeah, your words. I have no word. All right, no words. Moving on. Joe was right. Discrediting Sting. You're discrediting Sting. I'm not discrediting Sting. You are. Every time he comes out there, he does some crazy shit. (sighs) For a 63-year-old guy, he does some crazy shit. Define crazy. Oh, okay. I just did. Just the fact of him walking out in full face paint at 63 years old is crazy shit if you want to be technical. All right, then you know what? Okay. Fine. Crazy shit. He does some crazy shit every fucking time. You happy? Jesus Christ. Moving on. Andrade loses. He got thumbtacks stuck in his fucking back. And Jose, the assistant, is ripped He's jacked. Next. <laughs> he is jacked, by the way. He doesn't do crazy shit every time. Um, but I, I will say, I will say, Jose, taking off the jacket, which was so obvious, getting slammed onto the coffin, which had thumbtacks underneath the door. Um, Jose, the assistant, is jacked. Like, he's not jack-jacked, but he's he's yeah. big. He's a big guy. Yeah. I don't um, like the, the I was comparisons like, oh, that, I'm, that I'm getting from Andrade and Jose from uh, shit. Alberto Del Rio and 
<clears throat> what was the guy's name? Announcer guy. Yeah, Roberto Rodriguez. There you go. I think. Way to pull that one off, just. I don't know if I was right. I think you're right. Pretty sure you're right. Part of me also wants to say Marcelo, but I think it's Roberto Rodriguez. Alberto Del Rio, manager. Nah. No, Robert De Niro? How the <laughs> fuck did that come up? That's ridiculous. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Damn it. Ricardo, Ricardo Rodriguez. Rodriguez. It was a different family member. Jesus Ricardo Rodriguez. Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Um, yeah, so Jose, big big guy, gets uh, uh, backflipped onto the thumbtacks, and then the thumbtacks right on Andrade's back, and the win for Darby Allen in the coffin match. Um Enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the first one a little better, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. My opinion doesn't matter for what for shit. But I will say that this was a very enjoyable match, and the night overall was was enjoyable as well. Do you think there's going to be a coffin match without Darby Allen in it? No. Was there a coffin match without Undertaker, Undertaker. in it? That I have to look or up. Kane. I want to make that amendment too, because that's <sighs> one storyline technically. <laughs> I want to say no. Um, Why is your cat trying to put on your shoes? My cat is crazy. It's uh, hilarious. Yeah, I, I, whatever. Uh, casket matches. I apologize. Casket. It's not a coffin match. It's a casket yeah, match. That's why they, they changed the name in, in the, for AEW. Taker. I mean, it also makes sense. Taker. Well, let's see, let's see them all. 1990 to 1999. Undertaker versus Kamala. Yokozuna versus Undertaker. Undertaker versus Yokozuna. Undertaker versus Kama. Undertaker versus Kama, a.k.a. Godfather. Undertaker versus King Mabel. Rest in that. peace. Uh, Cold Dust versus Undertaker. Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. That's where he, on uh, 1998, Royal Rumble, which is where he... Oh, we got one. Keep going. Just wait. That's pretty much where he destroyed his back uh, in that match. Um, Shawn Michaels did. The Undertaker versus Kane. Undertaker versus The Rock. And Raw. Midian and, Vis- and Viscera versus Triple H. Okay. There's there's your first one. There it is. It's September 23rd, 1999. There's your coffin ma- uh, casket match. Quick question. An Undertaker. And also Kane versus Triple H. Quick question. Yes. Viscera mm-hmm. is Big Daddy V, correct? That is correct. Also King Mabel. That is correct. Who's Midian? Midian was the... I do not recognize that name. Midian was the guy that was with... Um, Festus, when he first debuted. Oh, Jesse? Jesse. All right. All right. Okay. Jesse. I know who that is. Yeah. So there, all right, but there you go. That's it. That's it. Kane, Triple H happened, Undertaker versus Heidenreich. So there was one. Taker, 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 present. Daniel Bryan versus Kane. And no, there's there's several. There's not just one. No, okay, but between Kane and Undertaker, there's only one that doesn't involve either one of them. Got it. So, okay. Taker and Kane. Sorry. So then. There's one. One. (laughs) There's one match. Yeah, look at that. That doesn't involve between either the Undertaker or Between Kane. 1990 and present day. Because that's where the casket match originated. Undertaker versus Rusev was technically the last one. At the greatest for a rumble. Uh, uh, wrong one. No. It was not the greatest show. That was WrestleMania. You're listening to the greatest show on earth. Ba-da-boom. So there's that. And speaking of Forbidden Door, as we said, um, Sunday, June 26th from the United Center in Chicago. Chicago. Chicago IL. IL. Home of the baby back rib. AW versus NJPW. New Japan. It's just so much easier to say New Japan. It really is just easier. Um, 
Also easier to say NewJapan.com as opposed to NJPWWorld.com. Uh, tickets go on sale next Friday, May 6th, if you're interested in that. That's going to sell out quickly. quickly. Very quickly. I um, wish I knew. If I knew I could get off of work for that, I'd buy tickets. Uh, Ring of Honor. Make a thing out of it. Get some fucking Giordano's. <laughs> there you go. Some Propillos. Uh, Tony Khan agreed to acquire the assets of Ring of Honor, bringing them in... Uh, they had their supercard. Uh, I'm just reading this article that they're, they're promoting for Forbidden Door. So it's actually Samoa Joe, Young Bucks, Willie Yuta with Ring of Honor. Honor. Uh, Matt Seidel, Sanjay Dutt, Mercedes Martinez. Speaking of women that aren't really on TV anymore, um, and that's that. Uh, Forbidden Door happening uh, June 26th. Moving on. Uh, bu- 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 let's go to you know what? I want to go to SmackDown. Because why not? Let's let's switch this up and talk some W some WWE. Um, I don't know why I'm so amused by Drew Gulak now. Uh, you want to know why you're so amused by Drew Gulak? Because he's always entertaining. And because of Pat that. fucking McAfee. That's why. Why is that? Because how hilarious is it that every time Gulak's on the screen, you hear Pat McAfee go, "Is that Drew Gulak?" <laughs> <laughs> it is very funny. Um. The, the 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 best part of this whole contract signing, which it, it seems like you have a contract, you have to you have to have a WWE contract signing every month. It just seems like it's it's just par for the course. For um, every contract, for every title match, there has to be a contract signing. I feel like why are there certain contract signings and not all like all matches should have a contract signing? No, the big one, the big ones need a contract signing. But wouldn't there be a contract signing for every single match? No, like, just every the single big ones. match, right? The title matches. Why don't we see those? We see mostly all of them. I want to see the contract signing for uh, RK Bro versus the Usos. Where's you want that? to know what it is? Because it gets old quick. I got two words for you. <laughs> Nobody likes it anymore. It is a time filler. Time filler, 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 filler. Uh, the best part of this whole thing was uh, Ronda Rousey holding on to Drew Gulak in an arm bar while getting the, him getting the pen <laughs> to sign the contract on the floor. Um, well, you think it would have been better if she just intimidated him to sign her name? It's a forgery, technically. Is, I get, I get forgery. the loophole behind that. Yes. But how funny would it be if she just sat there and looked at him intently, going, or if she held his sign, hands. if she held Ron, there you go. That would be a good one. Sign his hand with his hand. Yeah. Or mix the Undertaker part into it. She stabs his hand, <laughs> and then takes his hand and writes her name like that in blood, <laughs> in blood and pen, and pen, because the pen went through, and you can you can feel the paper. Ugh, God, I forgot. That, that was hilarious. Uh. How do we feel about Butch? Here's here's my deal: is that uh, they they had an unfortunate situation happen with Biggie, obviously, and, and and shout out to Biggie that this whole thing was supposed to be like a like a trios thing going forward for weeks on end because that's what yeah. WWE does. But now I don't think it was supposed to last this long. Yeah, right. So now we have these matches going on with Xavier Woods versus Butch, and Butch is just like unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> he's un- I. I He's a great wrestler, man. Pete Dunne is is absolutely great, and I feel like if this is some sort of stepping stone for him to get like a major push and get out of this group, because I for now it's it is what it is, and he's got to be in this group. But I, I think he's so much bigger than this 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 incarnation of what they have going on. I don't mind that now that I'm real now that I've had the time to for the Butch character to sink in. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it entirely because. When he turns and goes back to Pete Dunne, it's going to be so much bigger than if he would have just been introduced as Pete Dunne. I don't think we can go back to Pete Dunne, though, as we mentioned last week. Fuck. You're right. Names are out. Real names are out. Dunne? What about Dunne? 
<laughs> just call him Don. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Walter, I mean Gunter, taking on Teddy Goods and this guy. How, what's the over-under on this guy getting a push? Like, Teddy Goods? No, not Teddy oh. Gunter getting a, a title shot. I think it's going to be high. Yeah. I don't think you give it to him right away, though. No. I think you have him go through the ranks, get the Intercontinental title. Intercontinental title is known as the workhorse title. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. It's the it's it, obvious. Yeah. It's your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler's title. I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Gunter, I think, should go that route at first. Okay. And I think you should get fucking Fabian Eichner down. I mean, up. Or get another German guy. If mm. you want to just do Eastern block. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not Germany. I, I apologize. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, Zia Lee because, you know, WWE just seems to like screwing up characters. It, this Her character makes no sense whatsoever. Um, she was... Nah. She was out to protect everybody. Now she's just out to protect herself. So she is probably the worst protector of all time. Is that what we're saying? But she's protecting herself. So she's only out to protect herself. Awful. She's technically the best, best protector of all time. Awful. Because she hasn't been seen. She's been protecting herself. Awful. Um, she's yeah, been protecting herself. Bad. It is pretty bad. Uh, shout out to also to Ricochet. Good for him with this uh, angle with Aaliyah. God, oof. Oofa. Uh, Riddle taking on Jay Uso. Uso losing that one. Um Natalia coming up to uh, to SmackDown with Shayna Baszler and that whole thing. It's I'm not really sure what's happening with Shayna Baszler and who she's tagging with. Um, I'm done with Madcap Moss. That was quick. What? And yeah, I'm done with him. And then uh, I see a lot match. of potential. I saw potential too, but his character this character sucks. Like repackage him as somebody else. Pull pull an Ezekiel with him, and then you know, cut cut out the, the the joke shit. We'll be all right. Um, and then a lumberjack match where the lumberjacks couldn't do their job, uh, and had Sami Zayn uh, retreat towards the end of it. And then we so had, logically we're getting a steel cage match, and next logically week. we're getting a steel cage match next week, which is all I'm all for. That's fine. There's just SmackDown. Bah, sure, it was kind of all right. Uh, nothing too crazy or big happening, uh, other than seeing Aaliyah. Oof. Um, Ew. Oof, oof. Ew. Rampage. Somehow, miraculously, also in Pittsburgh, yeah. Um, From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by way of Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> Starting off with Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii. I think so. Ishii. Ishii. Like, Ishii. Like Hawaii. With uh, Rocky but Romero and also, Orange Cassidy. Hawaii has an apostrophe. That's where I get the pronunciation mixed up with this. I think it's Ishii. I think Ishii would just sound too, like, it, wouldn't there just be one eye? Whatever, Ishii. we're getting into semantics. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when, when, especially when wrestlers from a New Japan just don't sell a shit. Like, they just, like, nothing. They just take like, a shit. Like, just <laughs> strong style, brother. Strong style, no sell. Like, I'm going to get chopped, and I'm just going to come right back at you. And so that's, like, Cole just, you see just the frustration on his face when he was fighting him. Just like, I'm going to chop the shit out of you. And he, he just took it, and good for him. Um, little uh, distraction from Jay White. Uh, Switchblade, Jay White. Uh, hitting Rocky Romero into the steel uh, ring steps. Uh, Cole with the low blow, and then hitting with the knee strike, and taking the win. Uh, Lexi Nair. World worst. Uh, that's that was the whole. 
seeing how things come full circle. That's that was the whole premise of the American Gladiator conversation. We were talking about Lexi Nair last week and the the idea of horrible announcers, yeah. which led to no, I and, knew and what Burke, the press of, oh, okay, I, yeah. for my own mind, my own my, my own mindset. I wanted to know where the hell we even started with American Gladiators. Thank you very much, Chris. I just figured that yeah. out. All right, I should listen to my own. And show. then you brought up uh, I should listen uh, to our, uh, our own show. That's a problem. Todd Pendergast or whatever his name is. <laughs> Todd. Is it Teddy Pendergrass? Is it Todd Pengill? There we go. Todd Pengill. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Damn. <laughs> I was so confident in that name when it came out of my mouth, not, too. Not even close. He's a smooth, smooth R&B singer from the 70s and 80s, but yeah, sure. We'll, we'll... Who? Todd Te- Pengill? Teddy Pendergrass. Ah, right. Wow. Uh, Lance Archer's about to take on Serpentico. He could have taken the money, though. I feel like MGF was offering the money to uh, to take get rid of Wardlow, and he smacked it out of his hand in, during Dynamite. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. That was yeah. weird. And Jake Roberts going off on an Ultimate Warrior tangent. Like his his promo was like his, his promo was. I, forgot, I honestly I forgot. I should go back and look at that promo again. But he was talking nonsensical. And then Warlow, uh, Archer was like, "I'm done." <laughs> Smacked the the money out of his hand. Um, Terpentico getting absolutely destroyed by Lance Archer. My boy Eddie Kingston taking on uh, Daniel Garcia. You're uh, my boy Blue. You're my boy Blue. Uh, took, took gave him the uh, backdrop suplex. Spinning back fist, destroying uh, Daniel Garcia for the win. Um, <laughs> just uh, taking off his belt, and he was going to use it on, on Garcia. I thought he was going to like put the shit out of him, but he said he was going to save it for Chris Jericho. The worldwide leader in match. sports entertainment. Uh, <laughs> the JAS is just... is it's, it's, Sports. It's a chef's Entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. What part of Chicago is he from? He's Canada. From, he's from Canada. He's the Chicago part of Canada. Very yeah, funny. the Chicago part of Canada is exactly where he's from. Chicago, uh, Ontario, Canada. Chicago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Hader interviewing uh, Tony Storm, Jamie Hader, Doc Brick Baker. Uh, uh, all, all three? Jay Cargill against uh, Marina Shafir. Uh, what? Uh, uh, any greenness in this match? Can I be perfectly honest with you? you? Please, I, I, that's all I require. I didn't watch this match. <laughs> okay. Not because of, of anything. Uh-huh. I just wasn't... I don't even know where I was Friday night. Okay. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm really trying to think about why I wasn't able to watch. Uh, so so basically... Oh, it was the... I think it was the net game. The net. I was watching the net game, yeah. I should not have done that. So I should have just let it be. I really just thought Marina... I hope that my... Met- that cashed in <laughs> marina have you did you use all that money by the way that you won in uh in boston that i won in yes. boston the one no the, okay let me let me oh, oh let me disperse that sentence no. out the money that you won comma did you use that in boston no question mark no okay no that money's to the side i use my own money in boston i got you let me tell you all twenty seven thousand dollars that you won should i put that out I there wish Mob hit. Um, so then, Jade. Hey, I don't need these. I don't type need. Of, I don't thing. need these hits on me. In sports entertainment. I don't need the hit on. I don't need the heat on me. All right, Jade Cargill. Just here for entertainment. <laughs> for sports entertainment. For sports entertainment. <laughs> Jade Cargill. Uh, I thought Marina Shafir was going to actually get get the win on this uh, towards the end. There got a, a heel hook on Jade, um, and then basically kicked Marina in the face. Uh, Getting the, getting her off of her, and then Cargo planted her with, um, with Jaded Pinder, and uh, she moved her record to thirty and zero. Do you think that Excalibur came up with the line "problem solved" on the spot, or he had that brewing for a while? I'm sure she had it for a while. Yeah, that's what I figured. Baddie section though. 
Got a cup, a cup of baddies. A cup of baddies. A so, cup of baddies. So, and then wrapping things up, uh, the only thing I really want to talk about, well, the 20th anniversary. That was a nice little, nice little package uh, that they showed. I'm just going to talk about the rest of the show. Uh, yeah, nice, nice package cool for Randy Orton. Big Diesel or whatever his name is. <laughs> Randy I don't Orton. Know what the fuck his name is? <laughs> RKO, Mister Randy Orton at his 20th anniversary, uh, debuting 2002, April 25th. Um, it was it was a very cool moment that you just saw like everybody like applauding him from the outside and uh, him saying his piece and saying that he's his love for for wrestling has been renewed by Riddle. Can I tell you what gave me goosebumps during this? Great. What's up? When I saw Cody Rhodes in the ring and the two of them hug it out, mm. I was so happy at that moment. Some legacy going on there. Like the call, I'm a big callback guy. That was a huge callback. I love a good callback, and that was the biggest callback. That was a huge callback that they could have done. They just needed uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> if only fun. the federal government wasn't on his. Oh, own. the government. So there's that. Um, that all set up for the the main event of the night. Uh, we did have Bianca Belair defeating Sonya Deville in a match that went on and on and on, just because Sonya Deville is hysterical, and every time that she lost via count out or some other reason, she had an excuse. So as authority she could basically restart the match which was great uh so bianca Belair takes that match uh veer mahan is making up for lost time since he'll be on every week now uh after you know three years of promos uh arm wrestling match with bobby lashley and omos of course that ends up in someone getting destroyed yep that's usually how they go and bobby lashley got destroyed um i do i do like the idea of, like online of bobby lashley eventually getting through omos to get to mvp that would be a match i'd love to see yeah, MVP yeah. versus Bobby Lashley. That's SummerSlam. Uh, there you go. Uh, Kira Sazawa and Tamina taking on Reggie and Dana Brooke. Are we starting some sort of lesbian storyline? Your thoughts? If we would have started it, it would have started last week. Are you being... With the wedding. Well, it did start last week with the wedding. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. She had her on the one side when she was trying to like... Yeah, but it didn't end up that way. Yeah, but that was like a hint towards the beginning. I guess. Which is why it lent, lent, led itself to this, where Tamina was about to make out with Dana Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reaction I did not expect. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Caught me off guard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and by they, the way, this, hey, listen, they maybe I don't know. They all, I, that, I'm, really, honestly, I'm trying. I to, missed I'm, this part too. I, you suck. You suck. I as, apologize you, that both you things I missed were, were the women's segments. You absolutely but I suck as a just host. Just couldn't help it. You, you you suck as a host, and not only do I watch it at work. Give you, me a fucking break. You, you suck as a host, and and the idea also is that speaking of of. Not getting their shot. We can't even have you watch women's matches. Meanwhile, Becky Lynch is right. No props to either organization that you're, you're watching. You're not watching women on either one, AEW or WWE. I do. I just don't watch. Just like watching wrestling at all. Secondary women's segments. What sport do you watch that we can talk about? Wrestling. What sport do you fully watch that we can talk about? Wrestling and football. Fo- fully. I watch football as much as I watch wrestling. <laughs> fully watch a football game. Yeah. Or you're like, I didn't see 49er that. 49er game. I didn't see that. I didn't watch that part. 49er game. Uh, yeah, anyway. It has to be. 24 7 title. Another, can't watch another team. 24 7 title. It's uh, <laughs> you're lucky if you even keep your quarterback. Moving I don't on. want to get into this, please. Moving on. Please. Um, I don't want. Uh, the day that they trade him, um, I, I'm going to talk about that the entire episode. I'm I shutting you know my this. fucking phone off that day. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm talking about that the entire episode. I don't want. I'm going to call my father and Jimmy cry. Jimmy G. I'm gonna call my father and cry. Traded to Nolans for uh, <laughs> for two first round draft picks and a and Jameis Winston and third. probably. Oh gosh, that um, would suck. The only thing Jameis Winston would be able to teach Trey Lance is how to unsuccessfully steal a lobster from a fucking grocery store. What a callback! 
Get that off your chest. back guy. Get that off your chest. Good for you. Um, the 24-7 title, by the way, has just gone into another realm of just insanity and stupidity. I'm totally against it, and I can't stand it. Uh, yeah. We had the Becky Lynch. Flick heard around the world. Becky Lynch looking oof, oof, oof. Uh, just looking absolutely amazing. Having an epiphany in the ring because she's started from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, so she can only go nowhere else but up. And then whose music hits but, me champion. You, I champion? I champion. You have baby? You Are mother? You baby? You mother, me champion. Asuka. That's, that's going to get clipped by someone eventually. <laughs> Uh, Asuka is back and thankfully thank God because Women's Division needs her um, Damian Priest versus Finn Balor in the new group Judgment Day is what I'm assuming their new name is I don't like it and I'll tell you Edge why is, as it says here Edge and his Judgment Day cohort Damian Priest they, they I, didn't make don't, a, I know I don't like the name and I'll tell you why go ahead. WWE makes a huge stink about not having names mixed up with people there are two names currently right now of factions in the WWE that have the last, the secondary name is Day. Go on. Doesn't make any sense. New Day and? Judgment Day. Oh. If this is actually their name, mm-hmm. this is like Vince going back on his number one rule. Why'd you have to take the Austin off a of theory at that point? I mean, listen, it was debunked that he didn't take it off because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. All right, I get it. But like right. Judgment Day, I did. I get it. You know what I would have loved? Brood 2.0. That's what I would have <laughs> there loved. You go. There you go. Yeah, Brood 2.0 would so, have been amazing. When, and <laughs> speaking of names uh, coming up out of out of nowhere, um, what do you think of Champa and his new name of Champa? <laughs> drop. I, I don't drop the Tommaso. I get it. You get it now. I get it. Tommaso Champa. Tommaso Champa is a lot to get out. Come on, man. We've been doing it for a while. I Seth guess. freaking Rollins is just right off the tongue. That's Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tommaso Champa ain't Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's just as good. I bet Tommaso Champa still more words, more letters <laughs> than more letters, more letters, more letters than right Seth either. freaking Rollins. That can't be right. It's either. not. <laughs> can't be right it's at all. It's not. Joke would have went over a lot better we- if I had not flubbed it. Moving on, Randy uh, Orton. We had uh, Miss TV with Theory, the aforementioned Theory, and then the return of Mustafa Ali. Um, jacked, I jacked, yeah, and I, I I popped for this because you know as for for someone I was that, happy for that for someone that wanted to get out so badly and they wouldn't. The WWE stand, stood firm of all the people too. That's just ironic that they let go of all these people and he still came. He's back like, to let a me go. Pop, yeah. But I think it more so because of everybody, the insiders knowing what he went through. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that that's that was the reason why, and I think that he's going to get because of all that. I think he's going to get more over than he was before, mm-hmm. which is sad, it, tremendously sad that his talent would not just speak for itself, but that he has to basically make a stand for himself to get over. Um, yeah, let's sorry, see. It is what it is. Let's see if Kofi Mania was because of Kofi, mm. or was just because of he, the crowd because he was hurt. Yes. Because he stepped in, but but that's the, look. I mean, taking speaking of taking advantage of a of a situation, like you knew he made the best, the absolute best of a short time span, and made the most of that situation. I Probably know. of any wrestler of all time. But it's crazy to think that there's no Kofi Mania without Mustafa without Ali. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> so maybe you know now maybe he'll get his the his most unsung spot. hero He's about WrestleMania thirty. He should have. He should have probably come out and be like thirty-five when he when he when Kofi won. He should have come out and be like, "All right, all right good job. I got, I got next." <laughs> that would have been that would have been the way to go. Put that story on him. 
That would have been them to go to the storyline instead of Retribution. I think but, they did try to do that, but it was after the Retribution gimmick. I think now he's got he's got a uh, major def- definition of a push going on for him. Um, so Mustafa's back, uh, and then the the eight man tag uh, that was made for the main event, which is just absolutely insane. I I'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm loving the Kevin Owens character that is now like obsessed with Ezekiel and proving yeah. that he's 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 a lie. It's just I think it's stupid, and I I'm, I'm all for it. I love um, Ezekiel. I do like it. He looks like a like a Ultimate Warrior. Oh, sorry, like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, he looks like Ultimate Warrior. He's like the same body type too. No, 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 no. You know, he's so you know what he looked like? I got With it. The perfect, tassel, the perfect tassels. word. Yeah. He looked like Penultimate Warrior. Okay. The one Ultimate Warrior before Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you're saying when they people thought there were two Ultimate Warriors. No, I'm saying this is like, so you have uh, Charmander, then Charmeleon, and then Charizard, (laughs) right? Yes. This is, you have Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) Ultimate Warrior would be Charizard, right? Penultimate Warrior would be Charmeleon. I love that we are analogizing wrestling and Pokemon. And you you started off this whole conversation by Mm. saying that I was uncultured. Remember that. I just busted out a, a Japanese card game. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, people. Yeah. And on that note, oh but by, the way, by the way, I'm the, so happy. <laughs> by the way, the uh, the eight-man tag ends up with the, the good guys getting the win on that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Pull away from this analogy here with uh, RK Bro and Cody Rhodes and Ezekiel. So um, the Usos are winning at, at Backlash, though, right? Usos are definitely winning. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I, good. I, Just so I we can get that clear. Yeah, Usos are definitely going to unify those belts. Yeah. Um, I just, they're going to have all the gold. All the gold. Then you know what? Here, Here's, I'll go one step further. Sure. It wouldn't, uh, the theory kind of gets a little blown out of proportion when you figure that they would have more titles, but I wouldn't mind each one of the Usos holding the mid-card belts. So, so one's going to be an Intercontinental, the other's a U.S. title yes. holder. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm, I think I'm all for it. In the immortal <laughs> words of Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm, I'm all for it. Well, an hour and a half in the books and Sons of Slam is done. We thank you guys so much for listening. Please. Hit us up on the Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends that we're on all streaming platforms except for iHeartRadio, which, again, hopefully get there to that soon. Anything else before we head on out of here? That's all I got, dude. Don't ever call me on culture again. Hey, well, you know what? I for Just for that, bring up that analogy, I give you the street. <laughs> instrumental style. Uh, that is it, my friends. I'll say I don't do anything for you. Chris Mindell, the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, Sons of Slam Show. We are out. See you guys next week. Gotta catch them all.
the Sons of Slam podcast.